Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program that just decided to wear the same clothes again. My name's Craig Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll listen to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Dutch of the Dorks, Miss 305, Miss 956. Miss 915. She's actually Pickle. Hello, friends. Oh, wow. Okay, Jim Nance. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the Pickle family. Oh? Booked a trip to the 915 <gasps> last night. <gasps> well, Wednesday night. Wow. Really? A, a Pickle family trip to El Paso? Mm-hmm. That... That is doing things right. That's elite, isn't it? Wow. My brother was really, my brother is still like, I feel like he feels like 90% of the way people think about El Paso. If you don't know anything about El Paso, you're like, why in the world are you going to El Paso? And then you go to El Paso and you're like, oh, this is why you go to El Paso. Yes. And Jake was like, is, is dad serious about this? Like he, what? And I was like, my guy. Just trust me. He's like, all right. When are you guys going? Um, January. 
Okay. Uh, that's why I asked if we had MLK Day off. We're going that weekend. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good. That's actually. Pumped. That's actually like the. I presume you guys are going like long weekend. Basically. Yeah, long weekend. Yeah. That's I'll, the perfect amount of time. I'll leave that. I'll be out. Yeah, Friday and Monday. So I bet you, you could, do that. You get four days out there. Mm, and two, if you missed it, Southwest Airlines was doing that massive fifty percent off sale. So man, tickets out there cheap as hell uh let me do some quick research here because i think you might have be even smarter than you thought um oh too bad sat i was gonna say uh utep men's basketball is on the road oh man maybe maybe women's maybe the women's team's in town yeah and the women's team always rocks with el paso Mm -hmm. i like watching them Mm -hmm. play Mm -hmm. not a bad idea call call our buddies out there and get a tour of the sun bowl uh yeah ray aguilar is going to get a text from me because Mm -hmm. lp's dream is to see rr jones in person so that's awesome that's i'm i'm envious dude i I am so pumped. And it's just so funny because we haven't taken a trip, just the four of us, since probably I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing it back with El Paso. Like, how much does that rock? Oh, that rules. Anyway. Well so, done. Yeah. Well done to the Pickle family. Thank you. The we're, Pickle family is the TFT up. listeners of the week. Congratulations to the Pickle family. <laughs> that rocks. Today is Friday, September 29th, 2023. 55 days until Thanksgiving. This is important. We don't normally like to give happy birthdays to people who've passed. However, 100 years ago today, oh my. Bum Phillips was born. The great Bum Phillips. There you go. Happy birthday. Big Love 100. you blue. Uh happy happy heavenly birthday to to Bum Phillips 100 years ago today. It's episode 1661. On today's show, folks, got some financial advice for you in Craven Bets, our weekly segment where we break down the best bets on the college football world in the state of Texas with our financial advisor, Mike Craven. And then back half of the show, it's helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We gathered your questions from Hither from Jan, and we gathered them together, and we will answer the best of them coming up here in the back half of the program. If you stick around with us, a reminder that tonight... Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight, uh, 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m., uh, live whip-around coverage of the best Texas high school football games from across the state, live for free everywhere on TexanLive.com and on YouTube. If you want to go check that out, you can go to TexanLive.com. We do want to encourage you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. You get all the games then. But like, if you just want the whip-around coverage, you can get that for free at TexanLive.com. Tonight, 7.30 p.m., it's Nick Lalpius and Ish- yep. Ishmael Johnson on the desk tonight. So make sure you tune in for that. And actually, I'll just pull back the curtain a little bit for this because I'm not – that's your baby. Mm-hmm. I have my own things to do on Friday night. However, I did get to, to witness Greg Powers rec- uh, recording the, the Cruton Corner. Yes. And, Isn't uh, it just beautiful? It's majestic. And honestly, yes. you should tune in exclusively for that yes if you just tune in for that and then you tune out i understand yeah that's fine that's the real highlight um it rocks so make sure you tune in for that tonight when 7 30 p.m the cruton corner has its own wipes too so it says dave campbell's cruton corner on it when oh. it goes through and powers thought that was the single coolest thing fabulous on the face of the planet fabulous which production is not value. wrong fabulous production value there is another large slate of college football games this weekend across the lone star state and you're probably wondering hey what should I do with my money? Great news. We talked with Mike Craven about it in a segment we call Craven Bets. Planner, Mike Craven on Craven's Corner, because on this corner, we make money. 
And we're rallying. Nice little three and two week. We've evened our record at nine and nine. Um, you know, theoretically should only be up from here, Mike. We started out three and oh last week in the early morning slate. I thought we were headed towards something big. As soon as Texas and Baylor played approximately three snaps, I knew I was on the wrong side of that one. <laughs> well, you know, you win some, you lose some. And as long as we win more than we lose. Five picks this week. We start in Lubbock with Houston's first ever Big 12 road game as they travel to take on Texas Tech. Texas Tech is an eight-point home favorite, and that is good enough for you to lean towards the Red Raiders. Texas Tech has been Jekyll and Hyde, road and away. Uh, the, the home version of Texas Tech has been very good. Uh, the road version of Texas Tech has been very bad. They're They're back at home. They have a whole week to prepare Baron Morton to be the starting quarterback. And then conversely, they're playing a quarterback that they know a lot about. And so I'd imagine a Texas Tech has a pretty good game plan. They know what Donovan Smith is good at. I'm sure they know what Donovan Smith struggles with. And so it feels like Texas Tech has the advantage of being home, uh, plus knowing a lot about the other guy on the, on the side of the field. It's not just the wins and the losses. Texas Tech under Joey McGuire uh, only covers 29% of the time on the road. They cover uh, two-thirds of the time at home. Um, On to El Paso, where Louisiana Tech comes calling to UTEP. Uh, UTEP is a one-point home favorite, functionally a pick-em, and you like the visiting Louisiana Tech Raiders. I, this feels like a line is is wrong. You know, it feels like mm-hmm. the wrong team is favored here. I think I would take La Tech minus two and a half, right? So if you give me La Tech plus one, I feel pretty good about that. UTEP at home is different than UTEP on the road. El Paso's, you know, a different place to travel to because it's so far out of the way for a lot of these teams. Uh, but La Tech's a, a decent squad. They can put up some points. Not sure the health of Gavin Hardison and a couple of the star players for UTEP. So I'll lean on La Tech's side here. Uh, UTEP under Dana Dimmel is uh, under 500 uh, at home against the spread, uh, at home as a favorite against the spread, uh, and uh, coming off of a loss, they are under 500. So those three things should tend to uh, lean towards Louisiana Tech. Uh, On to... I guess now the new hottest team in Texas is I said it was Rice. Now it's Texas State, uh, which might be a kiss of death considering we talked about Rice last week. Uh, But uh, Texas State uh, taking on on the road to take on Southern Miss. Uh, They are a five and a half point road favorite, but you are right in the hot hand with the Bobcats. Right in the hot hand. They played great in the second half, scored 21 points in that third quarter to erase a 17 point lead. Feel like they got it cooking offensively, which is always going to be good. You know, the Texas State defense has quietly also been really good. They were good last year, uh, even with the struggles under all. They've been decent so far this year. Uh, I just feel like they played a really bad two quarters in the first half against Nevada. So I, I think they're going to come out and play strong early on. Always scared to take a road favorite, especially one that doesn't have a lot of bona fides recently like Texas State. But uh, that's a team that's playing really well. And they've played much better competition so far than Southern Miss. So I don't think they're going to be shocked by kind of the start of Sunbelt Conference play. As an FBS team, so since 2013, Texas State is just the sixth time they will be a road favorite, but they are 4-1 and one as a road favorite against the spread. Uh, on to Austin, where a, believe it or not, nationally ranked matchup here as the Kansas Jayhawks uh, visit the Texas Longhorns. Texas is a 17-point home favorite, and that's too rich for you. You like the Jayhawks. I, I guess I'm going to ride this Texas bus the opposite way until I fall off of it. You know, this feels like one of those games that's that's going to be close. Kansas can score points. Kansas has been, you know, they won there in overtime in 2021 uh, against the Longhorns. For my money, Lance Leopold's the, the best coach in the Big 12. Uh, so 
I don't think Kansas wins this game. I think Texas wins it by double digits, but it feels like 17 points is too much to give a, a good Kansas squad with a healthy quarterback. Uh, Kansas is actually seven and three against the spread in their last 10 against Texas. So that would send t- tend to follow uh, that uh, train of thought. Finally, let's go to AT&T Stadium in Arlington as uh, what do they call them? The, the like the Southwest Classic or something. Uh, what, it's the Jerry Jones Bowl uh, as Arkansas yeah. takes on Texas A&M on a neutral site. Uh, Texas A&M is a seven point favorite in this game. That line is moving. Now we were talking about this earlier that that uh, the the public money starting to come in on Arkansas. Uh, but if you can get it at seven, you like Arkansas uh, plus seven. Yeah, even if it's six and a half, buy that extra half, get you get you seven points on that side. Texas A&M tends to win these games lately. They've won 10 out of 11 since they've joined the SEC. Uh, but six of them have been one possession games. This is usually a really close game, including last year, 23 to 21. Max Johnson started that game. Max Johnson's going to start this game. So Arkansas's played against him before. Uh, this feels like one that A&M should win. I just don't think that they're going to win it by more than a touchdown. Yeah, it does tend to be close. Actually, uh, the underdog is 4-0-1 in the last five meetings between these two. And if you're in a little bonus pick, uh, the under is 4-1 in their last five in this this matchup. Uh, there it is. Craven bets here on Craven's Corner because on this corner. We make money. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. All right, Pickle, it's Friday, and this Friday, we observe 
helpful Honda Mailback Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and reliable 2023 Honda Ridgeline. You can stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. So, if you got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, should I ask them on Wednesday? That's when we solicit questions for Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. Question uh, Wednesday is what they call question it. Question Wednesday. We call it Big Question Wednesday. Big question. BQW. <laughs> Big Question Wednesday. <laughs> That's a new thing. We got it. That was very Braylon Oh, yeah. Big Question Wednesday, brah. Yeah. Uh, so get that. Uh, get your questions in on Friday. So make sure you check that out. We did get some questions from the people, uh, I believe. So let them rip, Pickle. One at a time, though. It would be more crazy if we just asked them all at the same time. That would be a lot. Speaking of crazy, thoughts on the Crazy Town Banana Pants District of 196A. Ah, yes. It is crazy, which a huge headline game. Live uh, on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Uh, the Kate, yeah, so that's the Katie District. It's Katie ISD District, mm-hmm. 196A. And, and to be clear, everything was kind of bobbing along and everything looked pretty normal until... Katie Jordan decided they wanted to be really good. Well, Katie Jordan, for sure. (laughs) But then, until Katie Taylor beat Cinco Ranch, that's when things really kind of got weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Because now you're looking at um, it's a nine team district, and you are looking at a real log jam, I would say. Okay. A lot of this conversation comes down to the fact of, do you think Katie's vulnerable? Mm-hmm. And they've lost, what, one district game in 15 years? Yep. Um, I, for one, am not particularly convinced Katie is not the class of this district. Now, that can change, mm-hmm. but it, it can change tonight. Right. Live on Dave Campbell's Sex and Live Correct. against Jordan. But that would represent, in my mind a pretty significant upset. I think where we're at right now is just seeing a one in the loss column for Katie after Mm -hmm. they fell short to Umbel Atascacita. And I think that was the first time that people recognized that like Katie isn't this extraterrestrial being that will just absolutely mull over everybody. Like they can be beat. I just don't know if there's anybody in their district other than the game tonight that could do that. Because Atascacita is a really good team. Oh, absolutely. There's one other game. Like, this is a really, actually, a really intriguing week this week in 1968, and we'll start to have a lot more clarity because I think, it's my opinion, I think that there are five teams for four playoff spots. That's my feel on the matter. Certainly, things can change in a hurry, but I would say right now, the five teams are in some order Katie, Jordan, Taylor, Cinco Ranch, and Tompkins. Which is crazy because Tompkins has been somewhat of a of a right. rather a lot astonishingly of it, disappointing. A team lot of this it depends year. on if you think Tompkins is going to be able to shake this off. Right. Right. Because that loss to that loss to Cinco Ranch is a, is an ugly loss. Blaring. Right. It's an ugly loss. Um. And so and that really turns things upside down. The other what gets interesting here is also is when let me make sure I get this right. When is this game? Uh, Main Creek. You're listening to live coverage of me looking at a schedule. Um, last night's Cinco Ranch and Maid Creek game is important. The ta- There's also Taylor plays Tompkins. And Taylor and Tompkins is a really 
critical matchup. Yes. Um, and that is a game that, again, how that played out Thursday is going to have major implications on what this district looks like. We'll have a lot more clarity based on coming out of this week because all these teams that are in that mix are starting to 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 fight each other out. So I would keep an eye on that. Obviously, the, the main attraction is Katie and Jordan, mm-hmm. but there are th- two other games that are critical this week. And in the if you missed any of the Katie Tompkins, Katie Taylor game from Thursday night, you can catch a full highlight package yes. on Dave Campbell's Texas football tonight. Yes. Tonight. So go check that out. Uh, what I'm saying is ask me on Monday. Yeah. And I feel like I'll have a better feel. Because if Jordan beats Katie, let's talk about like everything. Yes. But for now, it's like, I think it's Katie one. And I don't know. I I I like to think that Katie Jordan is two, mm-hmm. right? I like to think that, but we'll see. I would say I want to see how the Katie Katie Jordan pl- game plays out before I feel like things are, are a little bit better. So anyway, what's next, Pickle? Um, are there any surprise contenders that you think could kind of shock the world and have a shot at the six A D one crown? Because I think uh, we feel very confident in Duncanville, very confident in North Shore. That, you know, mm-hmm. shocking news there. But is there anyone else that you think maybe could contend right. one of those teams? Right. So that's the thing. Like, 6AD1 feels like we are marching towards Duncanville and North Shore. For the five. fifth time. I just can't, like, unless there's injuries or unless something really turns on a dime, I think Duncanville's going to be a three-touchdown favorite over every team in Region 2. Yes. I think North Shore is going to be... I mean, we'll find out when they play a Tascacita, right? Yes, that's the... That's the real test. When they play a Tascacita, we'll have a better feel. But right now, they're at least, in my opinion, a touchdown favorite over a Tascacita. And then... So then you've got those two things. I, I mentioned this to Craig Way... But one of my big takeaways from the Nor- from the, the Lake Travis Westlake game was, oh well, we're going to get North Shore Duncanville Volume Five because I don't think Westlake has Le- Westlake or Lake Travis had the firepower to go toe to toe with North Shore. So then, really, what you're looking at, in my opinion, would be: is there a team within Region Three that can topple North Shore, mm-hmm. or is there a team? Because I think Duncanville's a big favorite in Region Two. Mm-hmm. Is there a team within Region One? that can get Duncanville in the semifinals. Allow me to suggest one team. And I'm yep. not, this is not a prediction. I'll suggest one team. North Crowley. The fight for Gates. North Crowley does appear in my mind to have the necessary components to go toe-to-toe with Duncanville. Specifically, they have pretty good line play. Mm-hmm. Specifically, they I do not think they'll get blown out in the trenches, which is where so many teams get no contested against Duncanville. North Crowley's an interesting team that I would be interested in, in seeing up against Duncanville. That to me would be the most like would be the team that I would say it would be the closest to like a sleep. Yeah, because I could even like I don't think a team like Prosper is big enough up front. And I think that no. that's exactly you're right. That's I think what exactly happened where you I think you saw it last year. Yeah. You oh, saw yeah. it last year. Yeah. I think that they've got this, the skill talent, but I don't think that they're big no. up front. And I think, too, if you want to talk about the North Shore thing, Atascacita does look really good, 
they have looked nothing but the part so far this year. They went, they took down Katie. If they could get a win over North Shore in district, I still don't know if I would feel great about it because they would likely meet back up Mm -hmm. in the playoffs, and I don't know if they could do it twice. Yes, that's the thing. Beating a team twice. Now, that being said, if it's a really close game and they lose to North Shore in district, that in a weird, funky way almost makes me feel better that if they met back up in the playoffs, that then it could happen. I I would agree with that. So I would say North Crowley... A, like a Tascacita, let's wait for that data point. Yes. If it's not a Tascacita, then North Crowley would, in my mind, be the best profile of a team that can prevent us from getting North Shore Duncanville Volume 5. Yep. So, there you go. Uh, and finally. Um, let's go to the college ranks. What happens to your expectations for Texas A&M now that Connor Wigman is out? Um, Which is just... That was a sad, it, that was a sad blow it for him. Sucks. Like it one sucks. from the fact that he was also just a high school football player that we love that ruled. Yes. You know? Absolutely. When he was at Bridgeland. Good hashtag kid. Maximum Bears. <laughs> hashtag ne- Maximum Bears. Um This is a this stinks. And and I want to be very clear now that this is a that Max Johnson is a capable but probably clear step there's a reason he was QB2 yes right I mean that they do not they they don't have some guy who just happened this would be I think this would be a different conversation if Max Johnson weren't a known commodity yeah okay we know what Max Johnson is Max Johnson pretty good quarterback yeah he's he's a great backup quarterback right but you don't want to have to start him going into SEC play no Exactly right. And so when you take a look at the schedule, and I think that a lot of it depends on where you started with this team. Um, I, th- I was super disappointed by the Miami loss, but obviously last week against Auburn, you know, defense, the last two weeks, the defense has been been better. Mm-hmm. You got to look at the schedule, and I hate playing the schedule game, but you got to look at the schedule. Um, Arkansas, in my opinion, was always going to be a pick It's still a pick with Max Johnson. It's a pick Alabama is such a mystery, mm-hmm. and especially at Kyle, it's interesting. But I have a hard it's it's hard for me to fathom Max Johnson beating Alabama. That's me. At Tennessee, Tennessee's been a little bit of a mystery too, um, but they do appear to be the kind of team that is set up to expose what A and M does poorly, which is cover in the secondary. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of that, like, I, I don't know That's if they win that game with X's Connor Wigman. Yeah, an X's right? and O matchup. South Carolina's interesting because Spencer Rattler's the hottest quarterback. In the, now that Connor Wigman's hurt, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, Spencer Rattler's the hottest quarterback in the SEC. At Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Mississippi State's riding the struggle bus, but at Ole Miss ain't going to be any fun. Mm-mm. Then they get ACU and then they're at LSU. I think with Connor Wigman, I think they were looking at probably eight and four. Nine and three, if if you go like and, and you surprise one, yes, yeah, I think you're looking at eight and four, nine and four, eight and three. Without Connor Wigman, I think that's that's one game. So now my expectation is the high side is eight and four, the low side is seven and five. Obviously, look, the wheels could obviously fall off, and they could go four and eight, mm-hmm. and there would be the what if of like what if Connor Wigman played. But I have still have pretty serious concerns about this secondary, 
And there are a number of teams on this schedule, specifically Tennessee, South Carolina, Ole Miss, and LSU, that are going to cause them trouble with that. And if you can't outscore your problems, like, because that's the thing. Let's go back to that Miami game. They almost outscored their problems. Like, it was a 48-33 game. Mm -hmm. Wigman threw uh, a bad interception, but then he threw a, a, he threw a bad interception when they were chasing late. He threw another interception, but that was because a receiver fell down. Yep. They were, like, Connor Wigman was their best player in that game. His stat line was great. His stat line was great. The interceptions, the stat line was great. And, yeah, and again, I think there's context, contextual reasons for both those, those interceptions. I lower my expectations by a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I would say that the median, my median expectation would be seven and five. If they overachieve, they're eight and four. If they underachieve, they're six and six. Uh, but that's where they're at. What does that do for AM moving forward? Boy, it's big questions. But it's it's a it's an unfortunate set of circumstances, plain and simple. Uh, but I do think that that you have to you have to readjust your your calculations because I do I think you have to expect that that offense is going to take at least a half step back through no fault of Max Johnson's. But I think we just know what he is. This is very different from I think when we had the inverse of Connor Wigman taking over for Max Johnson because Connor Wigman was an unknown. Yes, it was like oh maybe he's just got the juice. Yep, Max Johnson's a known. We know what he is. He's a solid, not spectacular quarterback, mm-hmm. and I think the offense is going to take a step back because of it. I agree. So, there you go. That is Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. Reminder, Dave Campbell's Texas Football tonight, tonight, 7.30 p.m. Uh, on TexanLive.com and on YouTube with around coverage of all the best games across the state of Texas. Before we go, Pickle, there's one last thing to do, and that is to find out who is the Week 5 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in conjunction with the Tax Act Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each Monday, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Fans then decide the winner by voting on TexasFootball.com. Congratulations to this week's winner of the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Come